Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 are you ready for the word praise him this is pastor pearson of word of faith christian center here in sunny san antonio texas a bible believing bible teaching church where jesus christ is lord and you'll never be bored i want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that i pray is being a blessing to you and yours so sit back and relax as i bring a message from the word of god just for you But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to all of you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Saints of God, our God desires to have an intimate relationship with all of us who are his children. That's one of the reasons why he sent Jesus to Calvary's tree. So that the opportunity can be made available to you and me. But unfortunately, although Jesus made that opportunity available to us, most Christians don't have the kind of intimacy with God that he wants to have with us. And if they do want to have that intimate relationship with God that he wants them to have, they don't know how to do so. And the good news is that the Bible teaches us that there are pathways that we can take to increase our intimacy with God. Every one of us needs to know what those pathways are so that we can have and enjoy the kind of increased intimacy with God that he desires with us so that we can experience the life that God wants lived by us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Look at your neighbor and say, you must not live long, have you? Praise God. Amen. Because, because it'll happen. Blessed be the name of Lord. I know you full of faith. I know you got Holy Ghost running out your nose and your toes. I know, I know, I know. But it happens. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It happens. But everybody say, many of the afflictions are the righteous. But the Lord delivers us out of them all. Praise God. Which means stuff can come up in the middle of our life, but it can't stay in our life. Stuff can come to be able to jack me and you, but it can't stop me and you. Because we still going to make it forward into what God has in store for me and you. But one of the things that's going to open the door for that to happen is prayer. One of the things that open the door for that to happen is prayer. Now, a lot of us, we just know that God's going to come through. But, you know, you got to understand, well, you got to get into the minute details of what happens in order to cause him to do what he do. It's always good to understand what's happening, but it's also good to understand how that happens. Because if you understand how something happens, you can repeat a thing. If you don't understand what you did, you can't repeat a thing. Is anybody hearing me up in here? And we want to repeat this stuff. See, God put this stuff in the book so that we can be able to take a look, so that we can be able to understand that those things are happening for me and you too. But he also put it in the book so we can get instructions on what to do. So that if we see what they did and do what they did, then we can have what they got. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Acts chapter 12, we'll start reading at verse 1. It says, now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. He said, stretch forth his hand to vex 
certain other church, even though we know that it was Herod's hand that was stretching forth, King Herod's hand that was stretching forth in the natural. We know it was actually the devil's hand that was stretching forth because the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Because he said he stretched forth his hand to vex. That word vex right there means to injure. Which means that King Herod had something on his mind. I want to injure the church. It also translates, I want to hurt them. I want to harm them. Eastside Detroit say, I want to jack them, smack them, stuff like that. So, 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 he wanted to harm them. And so what did he do? And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. He killed him. Chopped his head clean off. Everybody said, oh, Lord. Now, that was a saint. That was a man of God being used by God, but still ended up getting jacked. I know some of y'all say, well, how'd that happen? Go ahead and ask me. I don't know because the Bible don't say so. Praise God. <laughs> Come on, young ministers. One of the things you need to learn to say, if it does not include it in the Bible, you don't say. Never conjecture the living God. Never add conjecture to the living God. Don't sit there and try to figure it out. Well, see, this is what poly happened. You don't know. Bible don't say. God said, I gave you all things that pertain unto life and godliness, which means if it ain't in there, you don't need to know it. Part you didn't do need to know it. Folk get jacked. <laughs> How about that? And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Pete? No, not Pete. No, no, tell me no. Not Pete. Yeah, Pete too. Snatch Pete up. Then were the days of the unleavened bread. So he done snatched Pete up in the middle of this nonsense. Praise God. And when he had apprehended him, that word apprehended means to squeeze him, to seize him. It means to squeeze him and to seize him because the devil will put the squeeze on you. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Praise God. He'll put the squeeze on you. That's whether it's by hand as in pressing you and whether it's officially by arresting you. One way or another, he wants to put the squeeze on you. And that's what he did. He put the squeeze on him. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quatrains of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people so they can jack him too. So they apprehended him, snatched him up. He probably was minding his own business, sitting someplace eating a confelter fish sandwich. And then they snatched him up, praise God, and, 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 and took him somewhere. All outside where he wanted to go. Just snatched him up. Because sometimes you can find yourself in places that you had no intention to be. You can find yourself in places that you had nothing to do with. You can find your... I thought I'd at least get amen. I'm married, folk. Praise God. Amen. Because you know you can find yourself in places that you didn't have nothing to do with. I thought, I thought at least, you know, some, some parents would say amen. amen. Especially if parents are grown kids. Because you can find yourself in some situations because of them grown kids. Hallelujah. That you didn't have nothing to do with. But you, you got to squeeze on you now. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison. And delivered him the four quatrains of soldiers. Four quatrains of soldiers to keep him. That word keep right there means to, it, it comes from the idea of isolation. It means to watch him and to guard him. To watch him and to guard him. So in order to make sure that this one man don't go nowhere, they put him in the midst of four quatrains of soldiers. 
The word quatrain speaks of four soldiers. A quatrain is four soldiers. So four quatrains is four squads of four soldiers. And if your math is anywhere near good, that's 16 soldiers. For you're like, wait, wait a minute now, wait a minute. Hey, let me use your hand. Let me use your hand. Praise God. That's 16 soldiers. Praise God. Get up pause button, please, 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 just for a second. Look at the devil's respect for you. Look at the devil's respect for you. That you, one Christian, is surrounded with 16 soldiers just to keep you. Wow! We are bad somebody. You just, we are bad. We are bad somebody. That the devil would think you need 16 soldiers to hold one person. They knew this is a man of God. They know that this is a man that walks with God. They know that this is a man that represents God. They know that these are one of the apostles. These are the one of the apostolos. These are one of the ones that are anointed emissaries of the living God. They know that this person is anointed by God, sent by God, manifesting the power of God. They said, no, we can't just put one person on this one. We can't put two people around this one. Go get me 16 soldiers to try to hold him. Because we know this ain't going to be easy. Can I put a pause button on my pause button? That's the kind of life we're supposed to be living. That causes the devil to know that to run up against you, I better bring four quatrains of soldiers. Some of us, he said, I better bring ten quatrains. Some of y'all are like, man, stuff is happening to me all over the place. That's the devil's respect of you. Because he know he got to bring a whole bunch of stuff at you just to even affect you. He know he got to bring a whole bunch of stuff your way just to be able to get you to say or do something other than what you're supposed to do. Look at your neighbor and say, you sitting next to a bad somebody here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell somebody on the other side, you just don't even know who you sitting next to. Pause button off my pause button, praise God. As well as the pause button off too, praise God. Four quatrains of soldiers. And you would think that'd be enough. He done laid him up with four quatrains of soldiers. But let's read. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in the prison and delivered him to four quatrains of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring forth uh, to, to the people. I didn't tell you that when they would uh, 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 when they would do that, they ended up binding him with chains. Praise God! They ended up binding him. Well, here it is, verse six. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the and the keepers before the door kept the prison. So they had folk outside, folk inside, folk all around him, and then two of them they had chained. To him. Chained with <laughs> chained to him. Everybody said, ooh. Pause button. He talking about you. He talking about you, a child of God. Pete ain't got nothing you ain't got. You got the Holy Ghost? Pete ain't got nothing you ain't got. You got Jesus as a savior? Pete ain't got nothing you ain't got. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. He put on his sandals the same way you do. Praise God. <laughs> I would say pull up his pants, but he didn't, they didn't have pants back then. Praise God. Men wore the dresses. That's another teaching altogether. Praise God. They called them tunics. Praise God. <laughs> Leave that alone. Move on. Praise God. <laughs> but they bound, bound him with chains. Because there was attached chains between the soldier's right hand and the soldier's left hand. So they had him strapped on both sides just to try to contain him. Look at the respect that the devil has for you. If one day you get the same respect for yourself, you'll be able to get some things done that God wants you to do. Because some of us, he ain't got us bound with no chains. He got us stuck on a thought. Handling us with a thought. They say, say the chains. We don't even need the 16 soldiers. I got them on self-check. Because I stuck a thought up in their head. It's something other than what God said. And that's doing the job for them. Pause button off. Let's go back to verse 4. But then there's others of us. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quatrains of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. Everybody say, but. but. See, that's enough right there to jack up all the devil's plans. That's enough to be able to mess up everything that he had planned and intended. I know you planned to kill him on Easter, but the church was praying. But the people of God was praying. But the people saw his need and they decided to intercede. And they say, I know that's what your plan, but our intention is to shut that down. I know that's what you intend to do, but we about to turn that around. We even see what direction this is going in, but we got the power. Come on, VBBS Trey. We got authority. We got power that was delegated unto us by somebody else that belongs to somebody else. We got the power to be able to bring things back in their proper order. We got the power to loose that which is bound, to be able to set free. We got the power. I got anybody up here? We got, we got the power. Praise God. To shut all that down. We've been given the power to tread upon serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. And the Bible has declared to us that nothing by any means shall ever harm us. Come on, sandal wearers. Praise God. That nothing by any means shall ever harm us. That we can't be stopped. We can't be shut down. We can't be turned around. And we silly enough to believe it. Praise God. I got any believers, believers in the house. We know the power. We got intimacy with God. We've been close to God. We know that all we got to do is go to God and let God know what his mind is on the matter. Not our mind on the matter. His mind on the matter. And we know that God said he would protect us, provide us, sustain us, come through for us. And all we got to do is go before him in prayer. 
We know that if any two or three are gathered together in his name, there he is in the midst of them. We know that if we pray anything according to his will, that he hears us. And if he hears us, then we have the petitions we put before him. We know what God's will is for us. And he said with long life will he satisfy us and show us his salvation. We know the will of God. And because we know the will of God, we can go before the Lord in prayer. And get Pete up out of there. We know, we know, we know. We know. We know. That this might be the situation going on right now. But it ain't going to stay that way. Because we got prayer. We got a connection with the living God. The veil was rent in two. And he's invited me and you to come unto me. He said, come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain, to obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That great grace that we were talking about last week. That is where God says, I will give you access to my operational power. And I'm, I'm there for you any minute, any hour so that I can be able to bring you through. And not just us, but anybody that we know is bound up in any kind of thing too. That if we know somebody bound up in anything, we know anybody that the devil done grabbed hold to, that we know that we got a connection because we are Julio's close sons. Close sons. That all we have to do is ask and we will receive. All we have to do is stand in the gap and intercede. And God will do what we ask him to. Because we got it like that. Look at your neighbor say, I got it like that. Tell somebody else, I got it like that. Tell somebody else somewhere else, I got it like that. Shoot. They thought they was going to keep him. See, Peter could have been discouraged by his being put in this prison. Peter could have been discouraged by being put in this prison. Because he in the middle of a situation. I mean, I got 16 soldiers all around me, man. And they got me chained down. And they got me locked up. And when I look around, I don't see nobody around but me. And all this stuff that's happening to me. He could have been discouraged by all that. Verse 6 says, And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was, What? Peter was what? Sleeping between two soldiers. Sleeping. He's sleeping between two soldiers. Hold up. Pause button. I know y'all all deep spatial. I know that. I know that. I know that. But on the ferula, hands down. Nobody's hands rise, please. Nobody. How many of us would have been sleeping? Knowing that the same folk that cut off my boy head got me strapped up right now and they just waiting on moaning. 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 As in, as in the break of day. They just waiting on the moaning. And they, they going cut my head off too. How many of us would have been getting a nap about that time? <laughs> what he doing? Sleep. How you gonna sit there and just sleep? Ain't you, ain't you worried, Pete? 
Ain't you like trying to talk to somebody? Maybe if I get these two dudes on these sides saved, maybe they'll let me go or something. <laughs> Seems like something should have been going on. I think I can get all 16, praise God. I'd have went to work on them and stuff. So. How about this? Pete's a man with a memory too. He could have become discouraged because he was there for doing what it is that God called him to do. But he could have also looked at what happened at James and began to conclude in his mind what was going to happen to him. Because he's some folk. I know none of y'all. I know. I know. I already know none of y'all. But some folk, they conclude in their mind what's going to happen to them at a given time because of what happened to somebody else. Because a lot of times Satan will show you his success in somebody else's life to get you to have faith that he'll have that same success in your life. So he took James down and now snatched Peter. So that Peter can be able to say, dang, James went down. Wait a minute, that was one of the sons of thunder. That was John's brother. He didn't take no stuff. He like routed in a mug. But they got him and cut his head clean off. I'm crazy, but I ain't know what Nick crazy as he was. He could have been thinking like that. And he could have been bothered by that. Keep your finger here. Go over to 2 Corinthians chapter 2. That's if you don't have an expensive Bible. You got an expensive Bible with that little ribbon. Use that. That's a marker. Praise God. So you can take the bow out of it. That's not what it's for. Praise God. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Oh, this is so pretty. I'm going to tie a bow in it. No, that's not what it's for, baby. It's to save your place. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. It says, For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. Listen to me, saints. Never compare yourself to nobody else. Never look at what happened to somebody else and determine that that's what's going to happen to you especially when it's jacked up. Everybody that I know that got this diagnosis, I know what happened to them. What that, what that got to do with you? Was there everybody else that friend in this situation that they was just through? What that got to do with you? Don't let what happened to somebody else tell you what's going to happen to you. It's hard. I heard it's hard up in that school. I ain't going, I seen folk, I seen folk hurt. I've seen folk go broke. I've seen folk. I've seen, no, they was broke to start with. Praise God. School didn't do that. Praise God. <laughs> Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. Praise God. They comparing themselves among themselves were not wise. So you don't compare yourself to nobody else because ain't nobody like you. You are unique. You are the apple of God's eye. Look at your neighbor and say, you're looking at the apple of God's eye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You are the apple of God's eye. God's got you. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that God really does want us to have a closer, more intimate relationship with Him than we presently have. I hope that you're seeing that God has opened a door of opportunity for us to have an intimate relationship with Him that He wants us to have. A door of opportunity that we'll be glad that we walk through when we do. 
into the closer, more intimate relationship with God that he wants to have with me and you. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm going to do whatever I need to do to increase my intimacy with the God who wants me to. I hope all of you do the same thing too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. That'll pick you up at home and then drop you off at home after the service. So if you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. We also invite all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G2B. That's our glorified to be uniquely his singles fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that don't own the fourth Friday of every month. For all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that will help them to live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.